becoming more accepting of life and you as things happen. And it's more of a dance, you know, and it's not like just because I don't like these steps that I'm taking, I'm going to stop the dance because you can't stop the dance. You're, you're just on the dance floor, whether you like it or not. Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikale Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you're having a great day or evening or morning (laughs) and uh, a beautiful week. Y'all, we are in the first week of February, which is my birth month. My birthday is on the 13th. And uh, if you caught my 2020 recap, you know, I spent my 30th birthday in Spain. And you know what? For my 31st birthday, I'm okay with being homebound this year. I really am. I've just been uh, making a list of potential things I want to give myself. (laughs) Uh, I'm really, you know, working on investing in myself and uh, not being so afraid to spend money on things that I want, things that my soul wants. And, you know, just enjoying myself more. Okay, enjoying myself more. And that's just something that I'm giving myself permission to do. Uh, I've been digging. you know, deep into self-love as a form of self-care. So self-love as a form of self-care, that's really become my my spiritual practice for the last, I'd say definitely through 2020 for sure. And just now integrating that and embodying that and uh, releasing the guilt and the shame around that and around and around and doing that. Mm, as far as my week, my week has been cozy. Uh, if you live in the northeastern part of the U.S., it snowed. <laughs> so I have been nestled in my apartment since Sunday because it snowed. And you know what? It, it was more than just snow. It was definitely a whole blizzard. We we supposedly got 14 to 16 inches, at least when I checked the, the weather report the day of. But honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it was actually more than that. I haven't checked the numbers, uh, you know, since it actually snowed. But but yeah, I ran to the, the grocery store to uh, grab a few things, make sure I was good. And uh, that was that. <laughs> and uh, today was the first time I've left my house since um, since Sunday. And uh, it's Wednesday. So. <laughs> um, oh, happy. First of all, happy annual black history year okay because y'all know we celebrate from february to february all year long okay february just kicks off the annual event okay the annual year-long celebration (laughs) um oh and rest in peace to cicely tyson yes that was that you know what when i found out i wasn't sad i was just like "Mm." It was just like a, it was just like a, a firm understanding in my soul. Like, yes, yeah, she she was ready to go. It was her time. She was ready to go. 
Um, and in the words of our queen mother, Beyonce, heaven couldn't wait for you, Miss Tyson, you know. Cicely Tyson was truly a gem. Her earth walk was extremely inspirational. I mean, she was a gift to to film and television. She was a gift to the black community and to her friends and family, I'm sure, you know, and uh, we will always sing her praises. We will always sing your praises, Miss Cicely Tyson. We will always remember you and your contribution to the world. So thank you. Okay, so I do want to keep this intro short because we have a jam-packed episode. But um, before I get into our guest, I want to make mention of a project I'm working on. So in the beginning of January, I began creating a course to help women not only identify, but hone their intuitive gifts and guidance. Now, y'all know I am team follow your intuition over here. And I really want to uh, educate women on the importance of of listening to their inner knowing. So this course is geared especially, um, you know, towards women who are habitual over givers and to the point where it has compromised their mental health. And that's something that I realized in myself and really I have to say 2020 truly showed me that I have a tendency to overgive and overextend myself. Not so much physically. Well, not since 2020, but pre 2020. Yes. I, I was a Trojan workhorse. Y'all, y'all heard the story. Y'all, if y'all listen to the first episode, if you haven't heard the story, go back and listen to the first episode. I was a Trojan workhorse. But um, but yeah, 2020 really allowed me to see myself more clearly in in that I tend to get to overgive both mentally and emotionally. So like I said earlier, self-love is a form of self-care and prioritizing your mental health and wellness. Okay, prioritizing your mental health and wellness is just that self-love and self-care. And when we can do that for ourselves without the guilt and shame it really creates the space, you know, uh, the space for you to heal yourself so that you can show up more honestly and authentically. And overall, so you can better express your needs to those around you, you know? It's like if you can't speak up for yourself, if you can't express uh, how you're feeling, what you want, what you like, what you don't like, then you're just at the will of others people other people's wants and needs for you you know and that's not a good space to be in and it's not a healthy space to be in so like I said this is something I've had to learn for myself over over the last few years as I've been healing and uncovering my core wants and needs and values and it's just it's just imperative that we get to know ourselves and our limits our boundaries our strengths all of it it just takes us um It just takes us creating space for ourselves. And when you're prone to things like anxiety and depression, which I've been pretty honest about uh, and open with here on the show, it's it's just crucial that you learn how to prioritize your mental health and wellness. So I feel like that is part of my mission here on Earth, to be honest, to, to really spread that message because we have to fill our... We have to fill our, our cup up first before we can go around checking to see if anybody else needs water, okay? Because, you know, when you when you operate constantly giving out of an empty cup, 
you you're hanging on by a thread mentally emotionally hell sometimes physically and especially with this being the month of love and I say that in air quotes because I'm not really a valentine's day girl (laughs) okay I don't I don't subscribe to it but if you celebrate it make sure you love yourself first and foremost okay before you go putting your energy in anybody else make sure you love on yourself first point blank period (laughs) um so so that's why i've I've had to uh scale back on my episodes and put them out bi-weekly because i've just been y'all i've been super in the zone with this course and i'm planning to launch it on february 16th so if you or anyone you know is interested please message me on ig at on the cusp collective or you can email me directly amiklaimani at gmail.com and um and i'll send you more information and i'll also put uh my ig and my email address in the show notes so you can go and check that out (laughs) um i'm planning to return to weekly episodes starting in march but i will keep y'all posted because that's tentative that's tentative (laughs) so okay let's talk about this week's guest ify Zang. Ify Zang, y'all. Get to know her name, y'all. <laughs> she is, uh, I love her. She is a really amazing singer-songwriter, performer, and pianist. And I am blessed to say a very dear friend of mine and collaborator. And she has uh, a new song coming out on the 12th called You Deserve More Love, Not Less. And so we talk about her process and inspiration behind this song and her um, her new EP that will be dropping later this year in October. And uh, I've also linked her YouTube channel in the show notes because um, she's been doing some really beautiful videos with her piano compositions. I mean, y'all, aesthetics, okay? If you like aesthetics, go and check out my girl. She has these beautiful, beautiful um, videos that she's created with her uh, piano compositions. And I just, I love it. Um, She's just really talented. So I really, I really love this conversation. I'm so glad that we were able to sit down and chat, y'all. And we were really just catching up, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, We were catching up and we, you know, we discussed a little bit of everything. Music, obviously, astrology. We go into... our sun moon and rising signs and um we go into our personal lessons from 2020 talk about our spirituality self-healing and inner child work so you know all the things and uh, this is my first interview y'all this was my first interview and I could not have been more excited to have Ify on uh so excited actually that I <laughs> I forgot to turn my mic on in the first half of the interview. So please forgive me. It's not completely noticeable until you notice it. But uh, you know what? Nonetheless, it's a great interview. It's an amazing interview. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Please, 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 please be sure to go and check out Evie's music. I've linked all of her. I've linked her IG in the show notes, her YouTube video. So Follow, like, and subscribe to her YouTube channel. And uh, all right, here is my conversation with Ify. So thank you so much for joining me, Ify. I'm so glad to have you here on the podcast. 
Um, so yeah, so my name changed, right? So uh, Mikola Imani is actually my my actual name. That's my legal name. <laughs> wow. and, uh, it's just short for for Mikola. So whenever I do like writings and stuff, I've always gone by my real name. And I was like, you know, this podcast is really just an extension of my writings and like just who I am. I feel like authentically. So I kind of just wanted to like go with it. And it's it's been kind of like, it's been, you know, it's been very liberating and empowering because I've been kind of like just even just using it. Um, like today I had to call the vet and they're like, what's your name? And I was like, I'm Mikalay. Like I just said, it's so like, you know, usually I'm like, oh, you know, it's a Mickey. Or I, I, I actually I had to say Mickey. Like I've been going by Mickey for so long. Right. But you know what? No, going back, back to my roots, back to my essence, like who I am, core level. You know. So. You know, um, you can't see me right now, but I have the biggest smile on my, my on my face because. I, yeah, out of the couple of years that we've known each other, I feel like this is really like when I've seen you really step into yourself and just this name change is just the cherry on top. Wow. Thank you so much. Aw. Lots Thank of love. <laughs> yes. So let's talk about you. First of all, happy new year. Happy new year. How was your new year's by the way? It was really quiet. Um, 2020 was a very weird year. And, mm-hmm. um, I thought about going back home to be with my family, but as we got closer to the holidays and the new year, just the thought of stepping on a plane made me really stressed out. Mm-hmm. So I just decided to stay home, make myself, you know, all sorts of dinners that I was experimenting mm-hmm. with, and then just um, Zoom called my family. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. No, wait, where is, where is home now? Home is in Austin. I moved okay, to Austin. You are in Austin. <laughs> yes. And how has that been? How are you liking it out there? I really like it. Um, at first, it was just super culture shock because it's such a different pace of life than New York. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember there was this saying that said, you know, like, go to New York and stay there um, or leave New York when it makes you hard. And mm-hmm. It was like leave Los Angeles when it makes you soft, you know. So I feel like this is not LA, but this is like a I don't know, like my version of the West Coast, where it's like just more affordable and easier to live. I think. Yeah. No, definitely. I feel like it's the in between. It's like like the Southwest, right? I mean, I feel like Texas is considered the Southwest. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And you know, people here are really nice. Um, it was like oh, yeah. a shock for me to walk around the street and have people like ask me, "Do you need help? Like, how are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I can totally relate to that because I will be leaving New York um, at the end of my lease this year, and so I'm ready. But I'm also I've also been just kind of like. Just really, um, what's the word? Like savoring these last few months, you know? It's like when I go out and run my errands, I'm like, oh, Brooklyn or oh, this street, this area, you know? But I know I'm really ready to like move on, so. That's so exciting. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, so yeah, let's talk about your 2020. Like what, ooh, what was like the biggest takeaway for you? 
you know, I think 2020 for me was a year where I valued my health over everything else. And for me, it wasn't just even physical health. Um, I It was the year where I realized a lot of my emotional health was impacting my physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, in March, when COVID was getting started, for about a month, I was just lying in bed with low fever um, that just wouldn't go away. And I thought it was COVID, but I got tested and it was not COVID. And to this day, I don't know what it was, but it was my impetus to live to leave New York. Um, mm-hmm. Something in me was just like this, this pace of life, this, um, you know, climbing this rat race, working so hard at a job just mm-hmm. to survive. Um, it's not sustainable. And yeah, I packed up and then I moved back home with my family for a while um, before moving to Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel like, you know, I've, that's so many people's stories that I know, like people who literally were just like, you know what, I'm going back home, like I'm leaving New York. And I, I can totally understand that, you know, because it's like once everything shut down and we're like, wow, like I don't have this looming, like, like you said, this rat race is like hanging over my head where I have to like, get up, go to work, get on the train, like run to the train, run to work, run to get a coffee, run to go to do this. You know, it's like once all of that kind of went away, it's like, what am I doing here? (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like, you know, like as, as artists and creatives, um, New York was really good to get started. Like I have a friend who says, New York helped us find our dreams and have the courage to pursue them. But as you're now like in the thick of it, it's just really hard to live in New York because of how expensive it is and how harsh of a place it is. And I feel like now it's time to get away, at least for me, for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally understand that. Um, so are you working on anything creatively right now? since you've been in Austin or where, like, where are you at with your creative projects? Yeah. So um, I'm currently working on two new EPs um, with producers I've worked with in the past. And I'm really excited about those. And then in the meantime, my goal for this year is just to be more consistent in my creativity. So I'm starting to do monthly videos where I'll be releasing two videos. One of them will be an instrumental um, and then the other one will probably be um, maybe like a snippet of a demo or behind the scenes of what I'm working on. Yeah, I'm excited about those. Okay, wait, so two two EPs, when are they each dropping? Are they dropping together or? Yeah, um, they, so the specific date isn't finalized, but one of the EPs is coming out this October, I think. Okay. Um, the other one will be next year, um, TBD exact date. All right, cool. Now, why why two separate projects? Like, why not an album? Yeah, I, the subject matter between the collection of songs are super different. One of them is um, one of like one of them is this collection of five songs that I feel like was really me as a woman coming into my own body. Um, it kind wow. of goes through the ebbs and flows, like or the highs and lows I've had in relationships where I finally realized the person I need to love or the, the person whose love I need the most right now is my own. Oh, and, yes. I had that like moment of realization as well. <laughs> isn't that so, I guess, like such a milestone as a woman to realize that? 
Yes, it is. Because I was just like, oh, this is what self-love is. Like, okay. Yeah. Sometimes I realize like when I feel really lonely, especially 2020, actually, I feel mm-hmm. like it usually happens when I'm not with myself. Like I'm not listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Yes, I totally agree. Wow. So that's really great. Now, as far as re, um, as far as recording the projects, how is that working? Uh, it's definitely different. <laughs> so most of the recording is done remotely. So I would record vocals and my instruments, send it over to my producers. Um, first record, the one that's more about me as a woman, I'm actually working with a female producer and we are co-producing the project where I'm, yeah, I'm for the first time like going into Ableton, going to Logic and putting tracks together on my own. And then she's kind of helping me um, engineer everything and make sure things are coming together. Nice. Now, but you've been kind of like tapping into production for a little while now. Do you feel like now this is kind of like you've gotten like a really good grasp of certain techniques and things like that? It's always a process, I feel like. Um, I think... Yeah, I've definitely been dabbling little bits and pieces, but um, producing a whole like EP or just even a song is definitely no joke. There's just so many details that go into it. And through the process, I've definitely learned a lot thanks to this um, producer who's like showing me how to do like very basic things. And and who who is this producer? So her name is Julie. She goes by the name I Am Snow Angel. Um, oh yeah, yeah! I think you met her at a show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually we were we were supposed to have worked together when I first was um, working on my EP like a few years ago, and I can't remember what happened. It ended up we ended up not being able to work together. Um, yeah, awesome. I'm glad that you guys are still working together. Yeah, she's really awesome. Yeah, she was super nice. <laughs> yeah, I remember her very well. Yeah, yeah, I, I love her her music too. Um, I remember when I first heard her music, I was like, wow, this is like someone who I feel like is like doing exactly the type of um, the type of work I want to be doing. Obviously, like our music like sounds different, but I just loved how how innovative she was and how like she was so on top of her own sound like she wasn't working with anybody else she just learned production on her own she did everything on her own Mm, wow and what's been like as far as you you know really kind of stepping more into the production realm what what have you learned about yourself during that process I've definitely learned um I guess to like to be gentle with myself and to just understand how my psyche works. Cause I tend to get really frustrated when something doesn't work, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to technology. Um, So I remember there was a day where I told myself I was going to finish X, Y, Z. And then it took me like three hours just to make sure my vocals were coming in correctly. And um, I just had to like take a breath after that and be like, okay, I need to go on a walk. I need to not be stressed at all about this. Like, music is like a lifelong pursuit today is just one day you know I totally feel you on that I feel like you and I both kind of have that similar <laughs> like emotional I don't know what do you want to call it, like an emotional attachment we need more things to be like I just like why isn't this working like why isn't this coming out I feel like we like we have the 
like an idea in our head of like how it's supposed to go. And then once things start going left, we're like, no, this is not like, this is not supposed to be happening. This is supposed to be working. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like, you you know what it is. Like, I feel like it's actually like becoming more accepting of life and you as things happen. And it's more of a dance, you know? And it's not like, just because I don't like these steps that I'm taking, I'm going to stop the dance because you can't stop the dance. You're you're just on the dance floor, whether yes, you like it or that's not. Ooey, that's a word. I, I felt that. That's I, and I, it's yeah. like it's funny because no matter how many times I have that realization, it's like I still have to have it again and again and again. And I've even been going through that myself, just like really overcoming my a lot of perfectionism that I have within myself. And just really like, like you said, just having to be accepting, you know, and not looking at everything is like, okay, if this isn't perfect, then it's a failure. It's like, no, just because it's not quote unquote perfect, it's not a failure, but this is an opportunity to accept what you do get out of this process and then learn from it and like reapply and continue to reapply it until you get, you know, your desired goals or whatever or results. And like you said, it's a dance and, um, it just taking the pressure off of ourselves really helps a lot. And like you said, go for a walk, take a nap, go get something to eat, like, you know, whatever you have to do to, to, to just give yourself that break. Um, and yeah. it's funny because I've really been having to like tap into my feminine energies. And that was something that spirit kind of told me over the weekend, like you are so like deep in your masculine of always like trying to force and push and make things you know, do a certain thing or come out a certain way. It's like, you you just have to like, like you said, accept and just trust the process and, and be in a place of like reception, you know, being a place where you're able to receive, like force and make it work, you know, like putting all that pressure on ourselves. Mm, I love that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I love these um, downloads that you get from spirits. I I think they're so profound and it's awesome that you're just sharing them. Thank you. I'm trying. I really am. I'm really having to like get over myself a lot of the times and just just trust that, you know, this needs to be shared. It needs to, it needs to come out because I get stuff all the time and I'm like, okay, what am I, like, I write it in my journal, but then I'm just like, okay, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> you know, like, where else is this supposed to go? So that's been my personal task that's just been kind of coming into fruition in its own way of, like, really figuring out what the that format and process is for me as far as, like, you know, sharing my insights and stuff, so... I have something I'm working on and I've been kind of hinting at it on social media, but I haven't really like put it out there yet. Um, I actually wanted to to talk to you. We can talk about that, talk about that later though, but I actually want to talk to you um, and get some, some input from you because you would be perfect. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'll, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm still working on it and uh, really just, having to um ground into it i feel like right now so when it's time to to be shared it will be shared <laughs> yeah. I, i'm so excited like you're you're really building up the suspense you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm like drum roll cute drum roll us. <laughs> but no you're completely right and you know what it's funny how you were talking about earlier with 2020 and you know how it showed up for you like it, it for me it definitely was like an emotional uh having to take an emotional step 
back for myself and really draw deeper into who I am and what I want. And for me, one of my like life lessons is just like career. Um, I have a lot of placements in, in Capricorn and I definitely want to tap into some astrology stuff for, for, uh, for you because I know you have an astrology reader. So I'm very curious as to what you learned about yourself. Um, but I've had to really like um, accept the fact that one of the things that I'm here to do on this planet is really uh, like redefine what work looks like for me and how I, how I show up in my work and the kind of things that I do for work. Like I just had to really let go of the fact that this is not going to be, I'm not meant to be a traditional, you know, employee. That's why I love fashion. Like I, I jumped, like I didn't walk out the door. I like jumped off the cliff. I was like, I can get out of here. Like I cannot do this anymore. And that's when my lesson for 2020 is figuring out, okay, so if not that, then what? And um, so I just had some downloads that came through that really showed me like who I was. And I was like, whoa, okay. Like, and, and you, and you kind of peeped it earlier. Like you said, I was kind of like just stepping into this new sense of self. And that's really what it's been forcing me to do, like a complete new overhaul and just breaking away of all of the things that I thought made me who I was, you know? Mm, I completely relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I'm so grateful for 2020. Like I know a lot of people, you know, they were ready for the, that year to be over, but I was like, I'm grateful for 2020 because it just really gave me the space to just like, to just go deeper into my work and into my own energy, into my healing. And, um, it, and, and, you know, it's still a work in progress. It's not like, oh, 2020 is done. And, you know, I've, I'm, I'm fixed. Like, it's not that, but <laughs> it's definitely a great uh, mm-hmm. stepping point or a starting point, I should say, as to like, what needs to continue to be worked on even throughout 2021. And what do you think it was about 2020 that, because I've heard um, these like personal breakthroughs from so many people. I'm always wondering like, what, what exactly was it about 2020? Was it the fact that you were alone and we were all forced to be alone for so long? Or was it struggling, like whether it's financially or, you know, with whatever struggles each person was dealing with? What do you think for you it, it was about that year? Mm, I think for me, it was just not having to, um, just not having the like the chaos and noise of like going to work and like dealing with that, dealing with work. Okay, so because like, even when I left fashion, I was like freelance. You know, I still had to, I still had to pay my bills. Like you know, just because I left uh, fashion, I wasn't like out here just you know jumping rope or nothing like that. Like I was still having to like hustle and work. And I went from having like one full-time job to having like three freelance jobs. You know, I was still like busting my ass, but I think for me, it was just getting into that space of like stillness. And like you said, just being, being with myself and just having, having to sit with myself. And, and, And it took me a minute to even get into that place. Like the first couple of months of quarantine, I was just kind of like, I feel like I was kind of like on stilts a little bit. Like I was, wasn't trying to get too comfortable because I wasn't sure, you know, like how long was this quarantine supposed to be going on for? Like, you know, I was like still kind of preparing myself to like jump back into work, like whenever the quarantine ended, right? Just little do we know it was going to, like, we're still technically like, we're low-key kind of still in quarantine. So yeah, 
So once I kind of like got into the fact that like, okay, no, like we are going to be in this for a minute. I felt like I was able, able to release a little bit and be like, okay, well, like, let's, let's do this work. Like now you have time to do it. I'm, it's not like a, oh, you know, let me try to get a five minute meditation in before I run off to work or, oh, like, I don't actually feel like getting up and doing my meditation because I have to be at work. And you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like all of that, like, all of that energy. And it was like, you don't have no excuse now, you know? And it really allowed me to get deeper into my yoga, get deeper into my meditation. Um, and a lot of my intuitive gifts just kind of like took off because I didn't have that constant, just that cloud hanging over my head, if you will, if, if go and do things and having to go here and do this. And I don't know, like it's something about being on the train too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, you know what it is about the trains It's like, you're just literally smack in the middle of everybody and their mother's mm-hmm. energy. You know, yeah. you're in their energy and you're in everybody, like everyone who's in their phone's energy because everybody's always on their phone, right? It's just like a massive yeah. attack of energy on the train. Yes. That's, wow. You literally, like that, that was perfect. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is so true. And I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, the, the trains used to make me so nauseous. I remember like um, rush hours were the worst, both in the morning as well as like when people are getting off work. And I just remember like getting onto the train, not to even mention being squeezed like a sardine. You just- I was about to say, do you just like having to just, li- yes, yeah. like literally. Yeah. Oh just thinking about that makes me like, oh, that I have no desire to return to that way of life, you know? and that and that's the thing like that was our normal like that was like oh I'm getting on this train you know what I mean like that's the energy that we were in like I don't care if I have to be face smushed up against this window like I have to be working out of class I'll be on this train oh my god yeah and I feel like so I have a lot of Capricorn in my in my chart too and I feel like as Capricorn we're just so used to like toughening it out you know like let's just tough it up go through get on the train get off Mm, mm, mm. that Capricorn energy yes so okay yeah so take me through your chart take like what's your your sun your rising and your moon okay here we go so my son is in Taurus um oh. my, did you not know that I thought you knew no. that oh how did I know oh. I, yeah, I, I never thought though huh I said no I definitely knew that but I, I forgot I forgot yeah yeah, no, I'm definitely a Taurus, which is why I like my surroundings nice and clean. Mm-hmm. I can't really tolerate like really poor living situations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need a nice bath when I'm going through anything tough. Um, I, I like to eat good food. Yes. I like to have a savings account, you know, <laughs> all mm-hmm. of the things that you think hold you back as an artist. I've learned to respect because it is what I need. Yes. Uh, we're going to get into that too, because I've, I, I've been learning some stuff about my Taurus side too, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> what's your, what's your moon? My moon is a Leo. Okay. Um, so I've heard, yeah, so I've heard that as a moon Leo, um, and I forget which house it was in, but my astrologer told me based on my house placement, it means that um, I really need to have my alone time to process and a lot of times that looks like watching or listening to something like 
really sad just to like cry out whatever I'm feeling. Um, it sounds very sappy, but as I get older, I find that super, super necessary to feel like I'm just in in sync with myself emotionally, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh no, you're going to say you're rising? Yeah, I was going to say my, my, my rising. My rising is a Virgo, which makes me, I think I've heard like a pain in the butt to work with <laughs> because Virgos are very particular. They're very detail oriented. And yeah, I, I mean, I can't help it. I'm the type of person that if I see something and my eyes always go to the 2% that's like not perfect. Mm -hmm. um, but I think like just through the years of like working with other people, especially in music, I've learned to like just there's a way to communicate that, you know, and I think it's it's always good for, for my own sanity too to like take a step back and to realize, oh, we actually did something really nice. This isn't a good place. Um, here are the things that we can still work on and these are what they are. <laughs> right, right. I feel that. I feel that. What about you? What What is your chart? So my son is Aquarius and my rising is in Taurus. Oh. And um, my moon is in Libra. So I've actually been doing a lot of work on my rising sign because I was saying before, like I was really trying to uh, tap more into my feminine energy. And so Taurus is ruled by uh, Venus. So I was doing some like research on like Venus and like what she's all about and all of that stuff. And just like getting a lot of revelations around uh, like torn energy. Like you said, like literally everything you said, I'm like, for me, I'm just now coming into like realizing like, oh no, like that's who I've always been. I've always liked those. I've always been drawn to those kind of aesthetics, beautiful ambiance, surroundings. I love good food. Like I love just like feeling good. And before so much of like just my childhood and my adulthood, like I've not really e either been in a place to experience that or to allow myself to experience it. So mm. I've been like tapping more into my feminine energy and tapping more into like, just like my divine essence and like my, my like authenticity. I've been really honing in that, like, that's who I am. Like I'm supposed to be feeling good, feeling beautiful, like, you know, and um, it's, it's, it's been a, it's definitely been a process, I can say for sure. I've also had to realize that with that, like that tour and placement in the first house that I'm meant to be like investing a lot of like time, energy, money, like into myself, into my creativity, into the things that I find, you know, beautiful and bring me peace and joy and love and happiness. And, you know, for a really long time, I wasn't in a place to allow myself to have that, you know, so I've been really having to work through a lot of um, really like self-worth things. So that's kind of ties into like, you know, your self-worth, like really, like, like you said, you have to have like, you know, a very specific kind of living situation. And I, <laughs> when I think about all the times I've been in an apartment, mm -hmm. was not comfortable living, like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, okay, no, that was like horrible. I hated that. Like that, no, like I should not. Or, you know, not shouldn't, but like just going forward, like I cannot be okay with that because I wasn't okay with that. I just made myself be okay with it, but I wasn't really in my joy or in my, you know, like I wasn't really embodying that time or era. I was like you said, that Capricorn energy. I was just trying to push through, pull through, or you know, get the cheapest option or whatever. And that's another thing that I'm having to work through. It's just like you know, my 
lack mentality, scarcity mindset, like all of that, that just stems childhood upbringing. So, um, and even like, you know, not to say that sometimes, you know, you, you got to be on a budget. That's fine. That's like a part of adulthood, right? But like, just still finding the beauty of, you know, if we have to be on a budget or whatever, just still making things beautiful, still making things like to your aesthetic, you know, how you like to be. And, um, you know, that's where you got to get creative. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, 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 I'll probably, I'm probably going to talk to you after this in depth about this, but just curious, like you said, Taurus was um, like a feminine type of energy. What about the other things in your chart? Like what about the Aquarius that's in your sun? What about the Libra that's your moon? Are those more feminine Ooh, or, and or I, masculine? And I was just reading, uh, man, I was just reading a thing about that for like the different zodiac signs i think they said no oh okay yes i think they said air and fire signs are masculine and then earth and water signs are feminine so i believe like aquarius and libra are also masculine signs yeah and then um so i have a stellium and capricorn in my ninth house so capricorn's an earth earth sign and then Taurus is also an earth sign so it's like for me my the low side of my earthiness is like I get stuck a lot either in complacency or stuck in like feeling lack or not feeling good enough or worthy enough you know so that's been my thing it's like no like you still have to like move forward and it's like during Virgo season which is another earth sign I got like oh my God, I got so much wisdom about like earth energy. And I want to do like a whole episode on that because it was just like so powerful, like what Virgo had to teach me about like just earth energetics and like just just literally living here on earth and like just the essence of like earth as a whole, you know, it's like very 3D, very materialistic. Um, And materialistic by meaning like, you know, it's just like material, like it's it's like the, the, the... money resources finances you know like job working like or work stuff like that and um it was just so interesting how how earth energy operates mm-hmm. like that and you know even when you think about the earth like the actual planet it's constantly moving it's constantly in rotation and mm-hmm. you know if the earth were to ever stop we'd all be dead <laughs> And so that's was something that I had to like really embody um, during Virgo season when I got like this huge, massive, just like earth energetic download. It's like, no, like when you're working with earth energy, like you have to keep moving. Like it may not be perfect. It may not be how you want it. It may not be, you know, how you think you're supposed to have it, but you have to keep working either towards it or take a step back, reevaluate. Like, you know, you just have to be in flux, constantly moving, like in flow. Like that's literally what the earth does on a daily basis. You know, the planet is still going, the, the trees are still growing, what's dying is dying, what's living is living. Like everything is in flow, everything's moving. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like you cannot get stuck, you know? And that's why when, when you get stuck, you 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 die right like you're like you're freaking out you're overanalyzing you can't move you're like either in fear mode or you're like you know like you're having like a fight or flight response like going on and it's like no you have to just like take a step back take a step forward 
move to the side have to like move you know and I've been really happy to like embrace that just like that that kind of the energy and that mentality you know like no just keep moving like keep just keep going like take another step take another step yeah totally that's super profound about the earth being in in rotation and you know we as humans on this planet we have to be in flow too that's Mm -hmm. I I think that's so profound yeah so that's one thing I've learned about just working with Capricorn um because I don't know spirit was just like you should go through your chart you know like go through I went through all the houses like with all the um my signs and all the houses and then I went I started going through each house that had like a planet placement um so that was like really insightful and um it it really and that's and that's when I started really tapping into like you know this my 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 Taurus side because what I did not know is that whatever your rising sign is like that planet is your like the ruling planet of your natal chart and I was like oh and that's why I was like I need to tap into Venus because I don't know nothing about her <laughs> you know I know about, I know about Aquarius and I know about Capricorn because when I went through my Saturn return um these past couple of years but I don't really know too much about Venus and it's funny because Venus rules both Libra and Taurus so I was like Huh, okay, I need to I need to get with her and figure out what she got going on because I don't know anything. <laughs> that is so interesting. I, I did not know that, but that's mm-hmm. fascinating. So talk to me about your Capricorn placement. What have you been learning or figuring out with that? So my Capricorn um is I think my Saturn is in my Capricorn and then I oh is yeah. it nice? yeah so I feel you when you say you know I think you and I had this conversation a couple of times about like just going through our Saturn return in Capricorn that was some yeah. intense times <laughs> some intense yeah. shit for me um and for me I think Capricorn is all about uh okay so it looks like I, I have my chart in front of me right now so it looks like my Saturn is in Capricorn um Uranus and Neptune. I don't really know what the, what those are, but um, I feel like Capricorn for me, especially the Saturn one, is all about finding the balance between stability, money, and my yeah. artistic need to create. Yes, totally. Yeah, and so that's been, I think, a journey for the past um, couple of years as I've been navigating my music and figuring out you know, how, how much do I need to work? Like you said, to pay bills, um, as well as like, I have interests outside of music too, that tend to be a little bit more intellectual. Although I do think like music is intellectual on some level. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just been a journey to figure out what is the right balance for me to feel like I'm in flow, because I know that the days or the, the weeks in which like, if my, you know, if I'm doing like my day job, which is in business, if my business work gets like really, really busy, I'll often feel stuck. Like, I feel like I'm just not happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as far as like uh, work now, where is that, where is that for you? So I really resonated with what you said of, um, we have to make sure we're always in flow. And what I got from mm-hmm. that is, so currently I'm at a job that like 
no part of my being wants to be be at. Um, I've been feel, I think you and I talked about this. I felt this way for basically like the last two years, and it's a memorable time to 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 be able to say that, you know, because that's two years yeah. of your life that you'll never be able to get back. And um, for me, honestly, I'm looking for new jobs right now, but nothing really has come up that feels right, you know. So honestly, mm-hmm. what I might do is just leave and just take a few months to myself and wait for the next opportunity. Although that's super scary to think about because we're in a pandemic and it's a privilege to just have a job, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. But that's where my heart is at right now. Ooh, it's such a man. Because what I want to say is just be like, oh, follow your heart. <laughs> No, but I know that that in itself is a journey because that's what I've had to really figure out, you know. Um, and like you said, it is scary. You know, you're having to trust yourself, your gut, your intuition, the universe, spirit, like everything. But I feel like once you, once you, it sounds like you kind of already know, you know, what you're going to do. But I feel like once you know and your like mind is is set on it, it's it, you're going to make it happen. Yeah, the only thing that holds me back, I kid you not, is just we live in a country where healthcare is so expensive, and mm-hmm. without you know like health insurance, um, if you were to buy insurance on your own, it's just like you better pray that you don't get really really sick. But yeah, no, I I think it's gonna be a journey, and I'm yeah I'm open and excited to see what where the universe takes me because I I've been feeling this this push, you know, to like, just, it's time to leave something that no part of your being wants to be in. Yes. Woo. That was me, girl. Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) That was me. Yeah. And I think we're the type of people that like, you know, if we choose to be at a job, it feels really bad to not feel like you're doing your best, you know? Um, So, I mean, you're not doing anybody a favor. You're not doing the job a favor. You're not doing yourself a favor no 100 percent. that's when I was like oh no I gotta get out of here because I would no. go into work and I'd be like ready like just ready to conquer the day I have my list set out I know what I need to do when I go into the office da 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 and then I get there and I'd be like I just start spacing out I would get so anxious <laughs> like my anxiety was like going through the roof like I was just getting annoyed because I didn't want to be there and I talked about I talked about this in my first episode but I just got to a place where I was like, I can't, like, I can't, like my soul literally, like, this is killing me. Like I, and it sounds like for you, you have great insurance with your job, but my job's insurance was crap. <laughs> well, that, that, that was easier than for you to walk away. No, hundred percent. I was like, there's okay. So I don't really have great health benefits. Uh, like, these vacation days things is crap like i'm not getting that much money i'm like if the only thing that's keeping me here is, is a check like yeah. i can go anywhere you know and that's, that's me when i made the decision that like oh no i'm I'm, like, I'm gone yeah and you know i know other artists who um they they, they they've chosen to make their money directly from music or directly from their form of arts and it's mm-hmm. just I, I think it's just um, it's it's just something that requires you to be more creative because the money doesn't come yeah. as easily and there's a level of risk, especially when you're starting out, but it's definitely possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. It just comes down to like, 
trust, you know, that's what I'm really realizing. Like this whole walk, this whole journey is just like learning to trust ourselves, learning to trust that the universe is always going to make a way for us, no matter what the situation is, you know, and that that's a practice. Like for me, that's been my whole spiritual practice in a sense. It's just like learning to trust myself and learning to trust that, you know, I'm on the right path. I'm on the right journey and whatever decision that, that, you know, you make, whether, you know, you stay with your job for another year or you quit tomorrow, what, you know, whatever decision that you make, like that is the right decision for you in that moment. And just trusting that, you know? Mm, mm. Yeah, for sure. So I'm also curious, what, what does your spiritual practice look like? Have you, you know, really been navigating yourself healing in, in, you know, how has that helped you to evolve and grow? Mm. I feel like my spiritual practice comes down to two areas. One is just physically what I need to do to nourish myself. Um, because I feel like when I'm physically not feeling good, there's no spirituality, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just hard to even feel like I'm okay. Um, so physically I've really gotten into eating whole foods Um, so I used to eat a lot of like really really spicy um, sometimes oily food as well because sometimes in Asian cooking we have like sauces or way of cooking that actually isn't really that healthy like I'm Chinese Mm -hmm. Um, Japanese food tends to be healthier but Chinese food there's a lot of my favorite foods that are actually really greasy and really really spicy and the acidity Mm -hmm. throws me off and so I um, lately in the past couple months it's been like learning to desire foods that nourish me instead of foods that just comfort you know Mm mm-hmm yeah. And for me, exercise is something I'm still working on. I just, I feel like I find it, I, I, I see it as like this painful thing, but I hear that I'm supposed to do it to be, to feel healthier. And I do feel like my body wants to move. So I'm still trying to figure out a routine um, for that. So exercise, I haven't completely got down. And then on the spiritual side, once the physical is down on the spiritual side, for me, it's like, having set times during the day where I go to this spot in my apartment now that I'm working from home. But if, you know, if I'm I'm like working somewhere else or, you know, traveling or something, just making sure I get to be in nature um, Mm. at least once a day, you know, taking, taking a walk. And I feel like in, in New York, right. It's probably really hard to have that, but there are still ways where you can go to a park or even having plants around you, um, bones that you wear it's it's all things that um i think bring you closer to your soul absolutely i 100 percent agree um yeah. yeah definitely just getting out and i haven't been like going out for walks as much like i usually like if i go run an errand then i'm i'll like because I, I do live close to a park like i'll just make sure to walk through the park or something like that but i have like a block that I live off of that towards the end of the block, it's just like really beautiful, like homes. And it's like all these like stone and brick houses and stuff. And oh. I just like, I don't know, and all these trees and things. So it's like a nice 20 minute walk to go walk down there. So even like during the fall, summer, like summertime, I would just go and just walk to the end of my block and like just come back and just 
look at the trees, listen to the birds, like just breathe fresh air. Now I don't do that as much because <laughs> uh, it's kind of colder. So even sometimes it's just like as simple as me just like opening the front door and yeah. just like taking like some deep breaths, especially if like the sun is out and it's like hitting like right in front of my door. Like I'll just go to the front door, open the door, take like three or four deep breaths. And, you know, like that might be my, my nature visit for the day. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's important to just tap into nature, any, any kind, any way that you can, like if you have rocks, crystals, stone, plants, like just anything that just can really like bring that connection. I agree a hundred percent. It really helps. Mm. And then the other thing I've been doing is just listening, um, listening, just closing my eyes and listening to what my own core is feeling. Um, mm-hmm. As well as just like, sometimes I'll just pray. Um, I'm not religious, but I do have a relationship with God, whatever, whatever, whoever and whatever God is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I find that if I just like say something to God, I'll just pause and just listen. And it's fascinating what comes back. It's truly fascinating. Yes. I love that. I love that. (laughs) You know what what I feel like that does is when you really open that portal, I feel like it really allows your higher self to come through because I'm like really big into like higher self and tapping into my higher selves and stuff. And Mm -hmm. for me, I um, have positioned my higher self as like, it's really that that medium in between like God and like my present self, you know, it's like, I like to say like my future present self, because it's like the person that I, I'm aspiring to become one day, but it's like, she is like that gateway between like me and connecting with like source or spirit, you know, it's like that purest mm. version of ourselves. Mm, totally. So I love, I love that, that you do that because I agree, like, you know, whatever, whatever God is to you, however you, you know, however you connect with, with God or God energy, I feel like it's all about val- like valid and, and it all has a place, you know? So mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful that you have that connection because, you know, a lot of religions, try to you know force a certain ideal of, uh, to onto people mm. and I grew up with like a Christian upbringing and stuff so I had like a mixture of like uh I would say like open-minded Christianity like it wasn't like completely completely rigid but you know a lot of the the ideas in a sense can be very rigid and so even going into my own spiritual path and just having to redefine really like my relationship with God, it's actually grown a much deeper since I've kind of started my own pathway and have my own connection to source and to spirit that, that just resonates with me on a personal level. You know, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else or no one else has to believe it or feel the same way that I feel, but it's like, this is to me what is truth and what is real. So Mm. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I I feel like God energy um, for me lately, it's been coming down to grace. Ooh, that's my word. Yeah. It's been on my mind and on my heart for so, for such a long time because 2020 and 2021 still, I just find that 
people have really been pushed to their edge. And sometimes you're dealing with people who are just, you know, like they're not in a good mood and they've, they're at the end of their, what is it called? Like end of their stick or something where they, yeah, have, <laughs> yeah where, where they don't like they're, they're, they're running on negative, you know? And I, I feel like those are the moments that if you allow yourself to be triggered and if you respond to negativity with negativity, it's just, it's not, it's not a good way to exist in, in your day, I think. No, because it only feeds you know you're only feeding negativity with negativity so yes tell me about tell me about grace what does grace looked like for you um for me yeah so I, I I felt like in 2020 and 2021 like people have just been pushed so much to the edge that sometimes it's easy for me to get annoyed at someone's annoyance and mm-hmm. in that moment it's really important for me to like connect with my, it's usually like this pit of my stomach part where I ask myself and then I, I ask God, I'm like, God, just download me some grace right now to deal with this situation, mm. to deal with this person because I don't want to, I don't want to respond to whatever they're saying with negativity and where right. days worse, you know? And it doesn't make, it often doesn't make me feel good either to be, you know, like, um, to kind of like get somebody back, you know, oh, they right, yeah. like shit. So I'm going to treat them like even worse, you know, and I, it doesn't, it never makes me feel good. So for me, like grace is just like, I ask for it when I feel like my patience is wearing thin. I feel that totally. I feel like for me, grace is really, yeah. uh, it's been compassion, like having to give myself a lot of compassion when when I am feeling frustrated or, like you said, annoyed, irritated, um, and not and just not being so hard on myself. And um, what else? Just I feel like just trying to be like more open minded, like you were saying, like just um, you know when other people are going through whatever they're going through, like to not allow that to really impede on my energy and what I'm what I'm doing or how I'm feeling. Um, because that's also another way for people to take your energy as well. Mm. Like, you know, like they have like, they call them energy vampires and stuff like, and whether this person may be, you know, conscious or unconscious of what they're Mm. doing, but that's essentially what it is, is, you know, someone's in a bad mood and then, you know, they approach you with, with that, like, you know, that negative energy or that, you know, very, you know, disrespectful energy or whatever. And it's like, if you feed into that, Mm. then they are now, pretty much siphoning your energy so they've either gotten you to you know lower your vibration and and basically kind of like steal your joy in a sense so I think that's really key is um to just be mindful of your own energy and to be able to just see it for what it is I think that helps a lot like you said like just having a saying a prayer asking God to download you some grace because I feel like that just also helps you to see the dynamics more for like, like more from an energetic point of view than like you taking it personally. Like, oh, this person just looked at me like that. Cause that's how I used to be. I used to be like, why do they say that to me like that? Or why do they look at me like, like, like that? And it's like, at the end of the day, it, a lot of the times it doesn't even really have to do with me personally. It's just whatever energy yeah. they're in. And then I'm just taking it personally, you know? Yes. You know, I feel like as I get older, honestly, like the biggest lesson in life is just, it's almost never personal. It's mm-hmm. almost never personal, even with friends, you know, they'll, everyone goes through bad days and everyone follows certain patterns in their life. Yeah. 
and you're just somebody who triggers a pattern. Like that's all you are, you know? Yes, a hundred percent. I totally agree with that. And um, I meant to ask you too, like, I'm very, I'm curious as far as like, just, uh, just your childhood upbringing and like just growing up and just childhood dynamics with like school, middle school, high school, like, what was that like for you? Like, how did you, how did you navigate that time? Like, did you have your art and stuff to kind of tap into when you were, when, you know, you were going through, you know, maybe rocky times during your childhood? Or mm. Yeah, so half of my childhood was spent in China, and the other half was um, in the States. I came when I was 12, um, and the part that was in China, it was very different. Um, you know, I remember in the Chinese school system, there wasn't a lot of encouragement for creativity. The way to get by was basically to memorize and to regurgitate. Mm. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, memorizing poems, memorizing literature, and just being able to recite them. Um, and obviously, like math was a pretty big component, like back back in China. And I think I was never considered good at math when I was in China, but when I came to the states, mm -hmm. everybody was like, "Oh, she excels in math." I was like, "Really? <laughs> I've never been told that my entire life." But okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that was funny. But yeah, back in China, I back then I hadn't started to write my own music, but I was training on the violin, I was training on the piano. And I, I think like from what my parents told me, it was hard to peel myself away from the keyboard at the time was what, what I played. Mm. Um, violin, I also liked a lot, but it was never like, it just never came as naturally to me. Um, mm hmm but I think music in general, um, I started taking violin lessons when I was five and the teacher stopped my parents who um, at the time they were thinking about having me quit so that I could go do something else and focus more on school. And, and she specifically said, no matter what you do next, make sure this child is exposed to music because. Wow. Yeah. Um, I remember I was also taking dance lessons at the time and that was not my dance teacher's feedback. <laughs> my she told my mother that I danced like a polar bear that and that it would oh my god advisable to stop lessons <laughs> wow yeah which is a whole different story because it it, it it then created a lot of like um negative self-talk now I have when whenever it comes to like dancing I like no oh, no yeah but no music always came naturally I think like teachers could see that and it was a privilege for me to like continue lessons um and then after I came to America was when I really started to like fall in love with music um, because mm -hmm. life here was uh, just on so many levels so much harder than in China because um, I didn't speak the language. I was bullied in school. Um, mm. I was living with a stepfather who didn't get along with me. And I made it all mean my fault because that's what you do when you're a teenager back then. Yeah. Um, and music was like just there to be my way of making sense of everything. So it was truly a gift that got me through those years. Yes, I completely resonate with that. Ooh, I completely resonate with you on that. Um, yes, music has been my saving grace as well. And you are a, you are, because I want people to know, like you are a beast, an absolute beast on the piano <laughs> thank like, you and that's why I've always 
it's one of the reasons why I'm so glad we met because I feel like whenever we would work on music together, I just always felt like you just understood me. Like I feel like what no matter if you know me, I don't I don't know a no b c i don't have no idea what scale i don't know i don't know <laughs> you know i know melodies i know like harmonies i know things like that but as far as like the technicality of like notes and things like that i don't know that kind of stuff so for you to have such an ear for it like it it really helped me a lot and and you've always been very helpful you know, with me getting onto like, you know, certain notes, because, you know, I have a habit of singing in between notes. <laughs> and, and um, it's, it's, I've always, always thought it was so, it was really, truly a relief for me to just be able to like come to someone, sing them my idea, sing them my song, and then they just like, not only pick it up like melodically, but like emotionally as well. I feel like you were always so great at just tapping into the emotion of of the music i feel like we were meant to meet honestly because um i remember when i met you and i just heard the melodies and the songs that you were writing i was like there's something here that just deeply resonates with me mm. i feel like you know, it's like that um honest but also raw kind of like dance with life you know um mm-hmm. I probably had like similar patterns as children and as young adults and but I also just love the melodies that you, you were writing because I'm a big melody person and I I just loved all of your references I love the way things sounded so that's why yeah when, when you came into my life I was like oh this is really great <laughs> <laughs> yes oh I know and I, I I so deeply appreciate um you know, when I started working on my second EP, uh, which is still basically in progress, it's it's kind of doing its own thing. I don't know. I'm just I've just kind of learning to trust the whole process of when yeah. projects are supposed to be completed. Because <laughs> you know, when I came to you, what was that like two summers ago? And we were literally like going through like each song, the melodies, and finding like the notes and the chords and stuff. Like I really cherished that time because not only did I need that because all you know I just had these melodies in my head um I needed to get them down into basically into into reality right into like the earth I needed them to actually be realized um but it was just great just to connect with you and and to just it was it was like an experiment you know it was it was it was nice it was really fun and um I, I look forward to us being able to really like I just I just have like this vision like and I know it's gonna happen and I can't wait for it to happen but like we're gonna be able to really just like go into the studio work like time's not gonna be an issue none of that's like we're just gonna be able to just go and create and I just cannot wait for that day to come yes yes and I also can't wait for the day where we look back on all the struggles and we're at a place where you know, like our names are out there. We've done what we're meant to do and we're just having a blast doing it still. And yes. we look back and we're like, okay, now we're here. Let's like, that was just, yeah, it was hard, but it was really fun too. Yes. Oh, I know. I feel it's coming. It's coming. It's absolutely coming. Um, I feel, yeah, like you said, I feel like we were definitely 100% meant, meant to meet. So big things are, are coming our way individually and collectively. I, I completely feel that. Yeah. 
By the way, I actually meant to ask you a question um, when we were talking yeah. earlier about energy. Um, if we look at this week specifically, um, I felt like my energy was at an all-time low middle of the week, and mm. I really just did not feel good. And I was wondering if you felt similarly, because after that had happened, I checked in with a couple of other people who are empathic, and a lot of people turned out felt really, really badly, like Wednesday and Thursday of the week. Yeah, I would, I would honestly, yes, I would definitely say, I'm looking at my calendar now to see if I had any notes or maybe I've worked on a project or something, but I would definitely say the last few days have been very um, sensitive for me. Um, like I said earlier, I'm working on this this new project and that's really requiring, requiring me to show up really differently and um, just really get over my fear of being seen, being judged, um, like just things with like external validation so I feel like that was really kind of coming to a head this week and I even started doing some um some inner child work I don't know if are you familiar with Lacey Phillips I think I feel like I probably have sent you some of her stuff um, to be magnetic yeah I I was doing some of her work um unblock inner child and it really I mean I've and I've been doing inner child work honestly I feel like all of December, I've been doing a lot of inner child work, but um, her program was very, like, kind of very concise and, you know, very specific in certain questions and things. So I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm going through this right now because it ties in so much to, to you know, my adulthood years. Honestly, I, I thoroughly believe that it's imperative for us to tap into our, our child work our inner child and and heal and love and nurture and shed a lot of the things that we picked up during that childhood, because that is literally what we're operating on, on a daily basis, like as an adult. (laughs) So I feel like just a lot of that uncovering those truths. And like I said, just getting over my fear of being seen, being judged. It's really fear of being judged and fear of rejection. And, you know, are they, are they, people not going to like me? Are people going to like this? You know, like, yeah. is it perfect enough for it to be seen and to be accepted and to be valued? And, like, just really yeah. this whole idea of, like, perfection. Like, I don't know. I don't really, I don't know when that got so ingrained in me that I had to be, like, perfect in order to be accepted or, mm. you know, or whatever. So, that's kind of like what I was, what I've been working through. And even today, like I had a moment where I just like kind of <laughs> was like cooking breakfast and I just could feel like emotions kind of like bubbling up. And I was just like talking to higher self, like, okay, like, what is it? Like, and I was just being honest with myself. Like, I feel like this, I feel like that. Like, I feel like I'm scared. I'm nervous. Like all these things. Yeah. And like kind of on, like on the, in the middle, like, okay, should I cry? Like, am I well, do I want to cry? Like, what? You know, if I cry, am I going to get like lost in the emotion? Like, you know, I was trying to like be very sensitive to myself, but not also like not allow my emotions to just like, come, you know, come away with me or whatever. So I ended up just like crying and just having to cry. And then I put on some, some music and I was like, all right, because I had to go grocery shopping today. I was like, okay, you know what? Like, we're going to go out here, yeah. <laughs> you know, go grocery shopping, for food, okay? you know, come back here, get ready for our interview. Like, we're going to, we're like, no, we're going to do this thing. Like you had your moment. That's fine. You needed to do that. 
Yeah. But, you know, now it's like, let's like, let's move forward, you know? So I've really have been very mindful of that, of like allowing myself to feel my feelings, feel my emotions, be sad, cry, yeah. you know, reflect on it, be introspective or whatever. And then it's like, okay, like we need to continue like with action in, in completing our goals and our plans, because what I don't want to happen is, you know, my emotions and my, like, you know, having these little episodes be an excuse to not do the work that I'm called to do. And then that's mm-hmm. kind of like, starts kicking in. It's like, oh, but we didn't do this and I didn't do that. And I feel like a failure. And it's like, what is the point? Why am I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to really like not allow us to get to that point. So yeah, it's yeah. very, it's been a very interesting process this week. It's funny that you say that. Um, yeah. It really has. I've been having to like be sensitive, but not, um, but still maintain my boundaries, even with myself, like emotionally, you know? Mm. Yeah, I, I find it so fascinating. So I actually happen to also have been working through the same things this week. Um, mm. A lot of inner child work around unworthiness and abandonment. Mm. And the interesting thing is, I feel like this might be a collective energy. Um Ooh. You know, this week, like, as we went through the inauguration, like, there's very extreme emotions on both sides. Um, There were some people who it was, like, the best day of their lives in four years. And there were other people where it felt like the worst day of their lives in four years. And I think regardless of what you think of either side and their ideologies, just the human emotions was at an all-time high. And I think a lot of that was from people's just people's stuff from their childhoods were really, really triggered. Mm, that's interesting. I wonder, I'm going to look, I'm going to go look that up and see like where the moon was, what house the moon was in. You know, I'm, I'm curious now. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I, yeah. On Wednesday, I just physically felt awful. I had a huge headache, um, lots of nausea, which is generally a sign of like something's wrong with the collective that I'm picking up on. Um, yeah, because it was just, it came out of the blue. I, I don't usually have headaches. And so when, when there's headaches, it's usually like my, my third eye is picking up on just like a lot of, a lot of yes. people's things that they're integrating. Wow. Wow. So I'm curious what, because you're obviously, do you like identify as being like empathic or what are your, like, what's your take on that? Yeah, I'm definitely an empath, um, especially the year of 2020 taught me that because a lot of my physical symptoms were from energies that I had taken on from other people. And mm-hmm. the way I've learned to tell the difference between what's mine and what's not is whether there's a mantra at my core that I can say to myself to immediately make the emotion just neutralized. And wow. if there isn't a mantra or if I can't trace it back to a source, then it's not mine. And wow. yeah, and, and very quickly, like when I just acknowledge it's not mine, um, God or spirit, whatever you want to call him, him or her, um, like God just basically shows me, um, like I, I just get this mental image of the person that it belonged to, you know? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. It's funny because I was going to ask you what what are your spiritual gifts? It sounds like you're very clairvoyant. I'm. I definitely, whether I like it or not, I take on physical, physical like um, other people's emotions manifest in me physically. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, and, that, and that's why I've always had, not always, but like since I, since I was going through this awakening, um, I just went to the doctor so many times because I, I would have these like small issues come up and none of the Western doctors could figure out what's wrong with me. We would take all sorts of tests. Everything comes back great, but I would have these symptoms. And it was until 2020 that I finally, like I, I was told by my um, holistic doctor here in Austin, which I totally agreed with, uh, mm. that it was because I'm an empath and I take on a lot of other people's energies. And he and I started to do um, muscle testing, which is um, something that uh, a lot of times I think for people who are like Capricorns or like who are very logical, we, yeah. do, we tend to make rationalize our emotions away. Um, yes. But our bodies remember everything. And yes. So muscle testing, he and I worked on muscle testing um, a lot of the emotions that I came in with that I, I just like was trying to rationalize my way out of. And he was like, wait a minute, let's ask your body if she's truly over it. And wow. she's not. And we went through muscle testing, figure out the source of that emotion, which a lot of times goes back to my infant or childhood years. Yeah. And it's so yeah. amazing. Wow. That's amazing. And I feel so much lighter now, like as a result of all of that. Now, has that been, has that helped your, cause you had, um, was it like upper back problems, right? For a while. I still have back pain, which is why I go to this doctor. He's a chiropractor as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, before we started doing muscle testing work, I would basically need to see him like three times a week. And after we did this emotional muscle testing, I see him once a week now, which I, I know for a lot of people, it's still a lot, but for somebody with chronic back pain, it's actually quite nice. Yeah. And I'm, that's amazing. Like, Oh my goodness. Cause I'm trying to figure out what do I need to do for my, for my back. Cause I still suffer from like, you know, lower back pain, hip pain and stuff like that. And, um, and I have not been to a chiropractor in, in over a year. Yeah. And I, and I was actually like thinking about that today or the other day. I was like, yeah, I need to like figure out how I can get back into into doing that that work on myself because you know I, I do my yoga every day and I definitely make sure to do like you know low back um, uh, position postures and stuff and 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 things to help strengthen my back and things but I know that it's still a lot like you said like there's still a lot of emotional things that are attached to it that for whatever reason I'm you know I'm not just me alone is not quite cutting it so I'm I'm so glad that you're able to to find a doctor like that I would love um to find out what are the emotions causing those pain? Because I feel like pain is always, almost always caused by an emotion. Yeah. I know a lot of it has to do with, um, just, I know a lot of it goes back to like my lack mentality, scarcity. Um, you know, this, I feel like it's definitely some root chakra stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, it's where the hips and in the, in the hips and stuff and that low back. Mm-hmm. But, um, and that's why I feel like I'm just, trying so hard to really um honor my my energetic calling if you will it's like when it comes to like work and finances mm-hmm. and 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 like just really tapping into 
like I said earlier, like my Tauren energy and, and, and this Capricorn energy that's really forcing me to like redefine, you know, how I, how I work and how I bring in money. Cause you were the person and I, oh God, I'm so, when I, every time I, cause like every time as I'm working on this project that I'm working on, you know, every time I go to work on it, I just keep, I just hear your voice in the back of my head saying like, you're supposed to be bringing in like big sums of money. And do you remember, I used to be like, well, where, like, but where are these big sums of money at? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, let me know. And I finally, I finally figured it out. So I, I'm hoping that, you know, as this launches and, and comes into fruition, like it'll bring some emotional release. Um, but yeah, I know it definitely just has to has to do with like money and feeling secure, financially secure, feeling financially stable mm-hmm. and, you know, being secure within my ability to provide for myself. Um, that's also like one of my lessons is not looking for my validation mm-hmm. um, through my work ethic or through like a job through, you know, working for a company, through, through being an employee, you know, and really having to like stand up on my own two feet and claim my entrepreneurshipness and, and all of those things and really just like kind of ground down into that energy and like make it happen for myself. Because, you know, even as I've been like tapping into my chart, I was like, no, yeah, this, this, this Jupiter in the third house I'm supposed to be abundant. Like I'm supposed to be making money. Like I'm supposed to be financially wealthy, stable, secure, like all of that. So it's, it's the stars are aligning as I like just kind of bring really ground into it and bring it, bring it into my awareness and really like allow myself to have it Mm -hmm. and and want it. And, and, and um, yeah, just getting over all of the things, the inner critic all of those things in our head that tell us like, you know, no, don't do that. You don't need to do that. Like, no, you're good. Just where you are. Stay right here. Stay hidden and stay comfortable, you know? And it's like, no, really having to like step out into the forefront, be seen, be heard, be acknowledged, right. be recognized. Um, but also not attaching my validation to that, not attaching my ego to that. Like, you know, just really staying sovereign in that energy. Um, and just grounding into my worth. That's that's like a huge lesson for me. I feel like this whole lifetime is just like really grounding into my worth that I am valuable. The things that I create and put out into the world are valuable, you know, to me. Because they are valuable to me, they are valuable, you know. Mm. So that's that's been like a process. It has. It's been a process. It's a process. It's a journey. It is. It's a dance, like you said. It really is. It's that dance, that dance with the universe, you know, saying, letting the universe know, I am ready. And then the universe is like, okay, are you sure? I'm going to give you this thing. Like, are you sure you're ready? And then you see yourself and you're like, oh, am I ready? You know, you kind of have like you, that back and forth. So I'm just doing the best that I can to really like, to, like let the universe know, let myself know, like, no, like we are ready. Like we have wanted this. It is here, like, it is here for you to have. It is here for you to take it. It is here for you to receive it. You know, are you going to receive it? And that's, I feel like that's why spirit really had to bring in that feminine energy for me. Um, And it's funny because, like, I was, what happened was I was like, I want to make, like, sexier music. Like, you know, I was like, I want music I can really, like, 
you know, like just kind of have like just really feel a good vibe to and stuff because some of the songs that um, I'm going to be working on soon kind of have that energy. And I was like, yeah, I think I want like an EP that's just like more vibey, more sexy. And Spirit was like, well, you're going to have to get into your feminine. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Is that what that means? They were like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, like, that's going to be new me. And even when, like, when I reflected in that moment, like, you know, my first EP, like, even though the songs were very emotional and stuff, it was like, even you know, when you look at the cover art and, like, my dynamic and my demeanor, it's very, like, it's very masculine, you know, even if it's nuanced, it's very masculine, it's yeah. very, like, you know, dark yeah. and, and all of that. And I was like, all right, like, so we're going to have to... We're gonna have to like tap on that, tap into that on, on an external level, you know, because I feel it internally. I have my moments where I'm like, you know, I'm here at the house, I'm chilling, you know, it's that touring vibe. It's like, you know, you just have like, you just set the scene, you got the incense burning, candles, you know, low light, little music, you know. But it's to like, I guess, to share that part of myself with like the world, like that's gonna be very new. Yeah, it's kind of like, how would you? how would you decorate your music and mm. you know, like what are going to be the candles and the low music like however you put up your room to create that ambiance what is going to be the musical version yeah that is mm -hmm. yep that's gonna be it that's gonna be it and since you've been recording wait so are you recording at uh in your apartment or do you are you do you have a studio that you go to I record in my apartment. Yeah, I purposely okay. got a pretty big and nice space here so that my studio can just be one of the rooms that I have. Nice. And so what is your ambiance, your vibe, like when you're going to record? Like, What does that look like for you? I'm, I really like candles. And for me, definitely lights off, um, candles on, um Ooh. yeah and I like to surround, <laughs> surround myself with plants so I have okay. plants here and yeah I, I feel like smell and um that low lighting is really key for me that's yeah I'm listen I'm telling you I'm really starting to like hone into this torn energy and it's funny because it's like like I said before like it's always been me but I've just <laughs> been unaware of it or just not I don't know. I feel like now that I am uh, learning about that aspect of myself, it's like making sure to provide myself with those with those things, right? Those elements um, that make you feel beautiful or make you feel, mm -hmm. you know, feminine, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, actually, um, what helps me a lot when I want to get into feminine is I wear pink, and I've been wearing a lot of pink or just whatever color it is. Like maybe pink is not your favorite color. Oh, that's so funny. I'm, I'm actually wearing a pink sweater right now. And today right. when I went to, um, when I went grocery shop and I was like, I'm going to get some more flowers. Cause that, that's been my thing. Like to yeah. always get myself flowers. And I was like, I want to get pink flowers. So I bought some pink tulips. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. So yeah. So I, I, I used to get compliments whenever I wear pink and I never wear pink. It was like, I just convinced myself I'm not a pink kind of person. And lately I'm like, well, I get so many compliments when I wear pink. Let me just go out and buy more pink stuff. So mm. I bought like three different dresses and they're not like expensive stuff, you know, like they're just like 
very affordable, simple dresses and shirts that happen to be pink. And I really like the feeling of wearing pink. Yes, I love that. Oh, this has been, I love this. This has been such a beautiful conversation. (laughs) Look, I don't want it to end. You know how we get. (laughs) You know, I could talk to you forever. I know. So I do have one more question that I want to ask you before we start wrapping up. Um, I'm curious, you know, we've talked about a lot of different things through, uh, through our, our, our discussion, but what are you on the cusp of at the moment? And this could be uh, an, any, a, another endeavor, an idea, a concept, maybe a self-realization, like anything that's just like essentially on your horizon. I love that question. I think that I'm on the cusp of truly coming into my own power. And for me, I think this next chapter is going to be about making it on my own emotionally, career-wise. And like you said, you know, not relying on a job to give me value. Not for me, not relying on other people to make me feel like I'm worth something. Um, really, really stepping into my own power and seeing how I can, I can be okay as long as I have myself. Yes. Ah. Uh, yes. I. Woo. Yes. I received that. <laughs> I received that a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And um, what's one thing you wish you could tell your younger self based on? everything that you've learned thus far based on 2020, based on just who you are today? Oh my goodness. I would tell my younger self, um, whenever you get that feeling of happiness and of joy, just keep doing that thing, no matter Mm. what anyone else tells you. Damn, Yifi, that was deep. It's so relevant for me. I remember when I was younger, everyone told me I needed to study harder. I needed to make sure not to be distracted by music. Like you're, you're very into music and it could be dangerous. (laughs) And I honestly wish I could just grab her by the shoulders and very gently, but very firmly whisper to her, don't listen to what anyone else says. Do Mm. be happy. That has hit my heart chakra. Mm. Yeah. That's, yeah. Wow. Whew. Yes, that hit me in the heart, girl. Wow, that, yeah. I needed to hear that. Children are so impressionable. And I was having a realization about that. I was like, to be a child, like, why is it so hard? Like, why is, like, childhood is, like, there there is like i feel like just from an energetic standpoint like like there's like this very nuanced but but also very loud like very loud like energetic attack on like children and like childhood and just being like that like you said very impressionable very pure very love like just like and i guess because like at that stage of our lives we are literally just pure love and pure light and it's like 
you have all these mm. things, situations, circumstances, families, uh, social groups, economic status, like all these things that are just like, like poking, 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 right? And just like bending and plying and like pushing you and moving you and like all these things until the point where it's like, you know, you're just like, mm-hmm. obviously you're, you know, when we're children, we don't realize it, but it's, it's, it's once we come into, you know, that like that later adolescent stage, young adulthood, where you're just like, what the hell? Like, what has happened to me? You know? And then (laughs) once you really start to tap into yourself and go backwards, you're like, yo, like I've been through some like very traumatic things as a child. Oh my gosh, completely. We come into this life with no imprint in our energy field and most of the adults in our life have imprints that they project onto us. And it's not to say there is anything wrong with them or there's, they're intentionally bad, but it's a lot. It's a lot to take on as a child. It's a lot to take on as a young adult. I agree. Mm, I agree. Yeah, it really is. Ooh, so one more question before we head out. What is 2021 energy giving you? What are you feeling? That's a great question. Um, For me, and this is very personal, 2021 is about courage. It's about really listening to what I need Mm -hmm. and believing that it's something I can trust and just stepping out there and doing it. Mm, I love that. I love that. How do you feel like you're going to be implementing that? Well, I feel like I'm starting so far with just the more regular videos I'm putting out. Um, a part of me is definitely like, well, is this the right path? Um, I'm, you know, kind of scared to be making something that people might not like. Um, but I like that it's pushing me to just be in more of a creative flow and I really have enjoyed it so far I feel like that combining music with a visual piece is really right for me and just having a say in what I want the video to look like what I want to wear how I want to represent myself it all feels really good and when when can we expect that that first song and video when is that dropping so the first one already dropped I will send you the link to it and the second one is coming out um, actually on Valentine's Day. It's a song about love. Oh, I love that. Yes, we'll yeah. definitely be sure to to link those in the show notes. I can't wait to hear that. I can't wait to see that. I think one other thing that I wanted to say just for my own sake as well is I feel like there's another part of this that's going to show up in my work, like what we talked about before, like, how I pay my bills um, really do feel like I'm called to make a change this year and to make money in a way that feels good, that doesn't feel like I'm selling out. Mm. I'm a firm believer in how you get it, you know, like the energy behind, even if you have like a great job and, you know, all those things, but energetically though, you know, like you said, how is that money making you feel and, and, just your pathway to obtaining it because that you know determines how you spend it how you keep it what you do with it like all those things you know so So true I totally feel you on that 
Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for for being our first guest, our first interview on, on the cusp of something beautiful. I am so excited for you and thank you for having me. This was like, this just gave me so much life today, honestly. Aww, yeah. yay. <laughs> I love that. Well, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll definitely be sure to have you back. Yes. We can see what has changed then. We can also see where, how you're liking your new place, your new city. All right. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait to tell you about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much again for joining us. Um, like I said, it's been a pleasure to just talk with you and just to catch up. It's been a while. So, so many beautiful things are happening for you. And um, I'm just glad that we got to be a part of one of those things. I know. And I'm glad we're in each other's lives. Yes, likewise. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. Now, don't forget, I'm picking the best review at the end of the month and giving that person a free 30-minute energy reading. So be sure to leave a review for the chance to be selected. Thank you.